This is the 508 Podcast, a podcast where we're crazy passionate about helping you navigate and excel into your 20s and beyond. Every month, we'll bring you candid conversations from the 508 leadership team about hot topics for those who are striving for growth. Let's listen in for this week's podcast episode. What's up, 508 family? Welcome back to this episode of the 508 Podcast. My name is Becca Mora. I am very excited about today's episode. We're going to be talking about some great topics. But before we get to that, I want to intro my 508 Legends squad here that I have. I'm going to start to my left. We have Justin Davis, also known as the doctor j baby the fourth depending on how long you've been with us here on the podcast he has he's a man of many names or my favorite the situation (laughs) have we told that story on this podcast yet? no we said we weren't ever going to bring that up well it's too late now (laughs) wait till i get my intro okay (laughs) jay welcome thank you it's good to be back i I don't know if i want to ever come back but (laughs) after this one but it's It's been quite some time since we've had jay on the podcast so Mm -hmm. it's exciting to have him today the man of every hour, also the <laughs> mental health counselor of everyone in this ministry, Anybody? Pastor Devin Fry. What's up, y'all? Good to be back. Excited for the podcast. We got a great episode today, and I'll introduce my wife. Okay. She is beautiful. She's my love. Yes. My sweet. baby mama. This is Natalia Fry. We love having you on the podcast, babe. Literally, you're the mom Thanks of for many. Us. Say what's up to the people. Hey everyone, I'm so excited to be here. Why did you turn into a Kardashian? <laughs> I don't know, I thought it would lighten up the Natalia's mood a little bit. also responsible for, this is like the fifth take to start this episode. <laughs> so she kept on laughing behind this blue whale behind us. So. It's okay. Nobody can see the screen. Yeah, there's a whale that's up on that screen if you guys couldn't see it. But anyways. Nat, we love you. I was going to say you're the Thank mom you. of many. I feel like you're one of the many moms that I have here at Connect, <laughs> and you're literally the queen of the 508, oh, hands down. Thank you. That's so, so sweet. Mm-hmm. I think this is the first episode I've been on with you. So I know. I'm usually excited. it's Mike that's sitting in, but you know, get to switch it up. We had to give up. people a break. Yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah, nobody Mike, wants to keep listening to Mike. <laughs> this The episode today, we're talking <laughs> about dating, and I actually joked with Mike. I'm like, Mike, what do you have to bring to this table as the only <laughs> single man for a dating uh, podcast? And Mike's like, I'm not in the episode. So I was like, oh, perfect. Like, it's going to be a good fun. joke, but... I know. So are we going to talk about the situation or are we just going to nope, glide right glide over that? Right okay. Over. Can I say, though, that in Dev's phone, Justin is in his phone as Justin, the Did situation. It's Justin. Yes. I, you said I, I me a screenshot. Mind, every time I get a text message of the situation. Whenever you call me, it's Gandalf. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Those are so weird. Well, maybe if you stick around for long enough, the, the story will maybe come out one podcast. <laughs> one can hope. Not today, I It'll guess. That probably be, you know, the joke episode. Okay. Oh, yeah, maybe. Not today. Not today. But I was also going to add, I always joke about this, but we're all married here on this podcast, and I always joke and say, listen, I worked really hard to finally make it to the married squad, but I'm <laughs> yet I'm still one step behind all you guys because I don't have an adorable child. Enjoy it. Yet. Enjoy it. No, real. but seriously, if you, <laughs> if you guys have ever met any of their children, literally the cutest humans on the face of the earth. Little Baby Sawyer, Sawyer is the American baby doll. She is the cutest. She is. Oh my God. I want to put her in my seen pocket. Her this morning. We were gone this weekend, so we had a couple people. Thank you, Louise and Josh Lufick, for watching her. Shout um, out to the nannying service. Text this number below. <laughs> <laughs> they need lots of child care. <laughs> yeah, so they stepped up and, and let us go out because it was our two-year anniversary. Um, and it was funny because it, it was like she didn't really care that we were gone. They usually don't. <laughs> she She's Aww. the most social little baby. 
she went to a party yesterday without oh, us. Oh my and I think every single person got to hold her there and she wasn't faced. That's adorable. She was just yeah, like, yeah, great. I know, I'm the life so of the party. Yeah. So and then she didn't even want to come to us when we went to pick her up oh. this morning. One of the practice tips, raise your kids in a diverse, godly community. Mm-hmm. Get them exposed to social environments. It's so healthy for their development. I know. And yeah. for the parents. The parents oh, need the break. And you get relief. I hear it. You get yeah. freaking relief. Thank yeah. God. <laughs> Thank God we have 14 chichias that we can pass out. So Zion true. Is- <laughs> well, I was going to say, it was your oldest. Zion is their oldest birthday recently. And I saw videos of him. And he's just the most precious child. Just the most Good humble team. little boy. Mm-hmm. Super social. He is super yeah. social. How That's was the party scene. that you guys had for him? It was great. It was the first per i think the first birthday for him that we had that he um like ran off and was like dad give me some money so i can go play at the arcade and we were like are you a teenager now like what (laughs) i cried i it was the first birthday that i actually cried i'd never cried on a birthday before and this one i was like he's not a baby he's like officially not a baby anymore i cried because he put a hundred dollars in my card for the freaking arcade (laughs) i was like dude this guy's running me out of money dude but uh, it was a blast. Yeah. It was awesome. I think I think even leading into the topic we're talking about today, like having kids is so important. Mm. Um, but you have to have a firm foundation before you start having kids. I think mm-hmm. a lot of people yeah. skip that process. Mm-hmm. Want, can we talk about that today? Yeah, um, yeah, I mean, absolutely. Yeah. I'll let you handle the discussion because I don't want to butt in. But yeah. I feel like that's a great foundation is how to date well. Definitely, yeah. yes. How to date well so that one day you can have fruitfulness, you can have a legacy, a generation. Mm-hmm. We're in the young process of that with young kids, but... That's how good. To date right. I know. Yeah, mm-hmm. and it's a perfect segue. So today's episode is called How to Be Ready to Date. So we're going to talk through and just have a conversation of, okay, maybe what are some questions that I need to be asking myself or things that I need to be thinking of to determine, okay, am I actually ready? Because I feel like in today's world, everyone wants to be going on dates, being in a relationship to eventually get married. But have you asked yourself, am I actually ready to start dating, to be in a relationship? Am I mentally, spiritually in a place that that would make sense for me? Such mm-hmm. a good question. This is going to be such a good episode. Yeah, yeah it's going to be good. So some of the things that I think some questions that come to my mind, which I'll kind of, you know, rattle off and then we'll, we'll answer them together here um, is, you know, have you confronted or addressed your past trauma? Ooh. That's a key one. Or mm-hmm. do you have emotional triggers that remind you of your past? So I'm going to camp on that piece. Now, I'll start with you. So when it comes to addressing that past trauma or maybe like those emotional triggers, maybe what are some practical steps that someone can take? Or I guess, why do you think it's so important for someone to have that moment with themselves and determine those things? Well, I know, I mean, Devin and I counsel a lot of people. So (laughs) we've experience some stuff for ourselves but we've also learned a lot through other people and one of the things that we find is that even when you feel like you're in a healthy place because you're not where you used to be sometimes we tend to bury things and never deal with it Mm -hmm. so you know you think you're fine and then at some point you're in a new relationship and then old things start creeping back up and you're like oh my gosh, what's going on? Like, I don't know why this is happening. I don't know why all of a sudden I can't trust this person. I don't know why all of a sudden, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm feeling super insecure about myself or whatever the situation may be. And it turns out that there's just some things that Mm -hmm. happened in the past that you thought were dealt with and you didn't end up dealing with. Yeah, and they keep popping up. And I think if you go through a trauma, traumatic situation, a very toxic relationship or 
a really um, broken home upbringing and the example of a marriage was what you saw with your parents and it was horrible. Whatever that looks like, I think the best place to start, it was really to get counseling, Mm -hmm. Uh, whether that be with your pastor, whether that be with mentors, elders, trusted people, um, an actual therapist. I think it's very important to deal with your trauma. Even if you don't think it affects you anymore, if you've been through it, you should deal with it Mm -hmm. regardless of... Regardless of where you feel like you're at in your current state. I think that's key of who are you trying to get healing from, so right? Because mm. a lot of people try to heal with the person they're trying to date. Mm. Hello. They're trying to, Shaka. yeah, they're trying to deal with their trauma with that person rather than someone who's professionally equipped yeah. to get them through that and help them. And heal. there's no emotional attachment to mm-hmm. that too. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. you know, when it's someone that you're dating and you're trying to go through that healing mm-hmm. process, it gets very messy because everything blends together. Yeah, yeah. Whereas if you have someone that's removed from the situation in an emotional way and yeah. has the wisdom to see things from different points of view that you can't see, mm-hmm. um, you know, because of, of the blinders that are on that the trauma causes, it's much easier to actually so dig through things. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think a lot of people think time heals all wounds, which I think is just a foolish narrative in culture. Yeah. Mm. Time does not heal all wounds. As a matter of fact, I feel like it buries wounds deeper. And then a lot of times our wounds are not dead, they're dormant. And triggers pop up and then you're like, all this pain comes mm-hmm. rushing yep. back up and rushing forward. So I really don't feel like time heals wounds. I think intentionality heals wounds. Um, I was just teaching at CY this past week and I talked about Saul to Paul conversion, Saul is a terrorist, Paul is an evangelist. What was the process from him to go here to here? Well, there's a scripture in Acts chapter 9, verse 20, because I want to make sure you guys get Bible in this, um, where it says, as soon as he got saved, he, you know, he had his blinders, he had the uh, scales fall off his eyes, and immediately he went off to go preach the gospel. You find another narrative in Galatians chapter 1, where it talks about as soon as he got saved, what did he do? He went away for three years, and he got healthy, he got mm-hmm. whole. Mm-hmm. So... We see in Acts 9, Galatians 1, Acts 9, he immediately shared his faith. In Galatians 1, he intentionally lost his past. I think it's really important. So you can share your faith immediately. You're doing what God has designed you to do. But a lot of people will start sharing their faith after they get saved, but they don't. They're not intentional about losing their Mm. past. I think that takes intentionality. That's being aggressive. That's That's good through counseling. That's good content. Rewiring your mind almost Mm -hmm. 12. Um, I think a lot of people don't do that. And in the process, if you don't will, if you don't deal with family pain and family trauma, it'll come up in your romantic relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What has happened in your parental upbringing will show up in your romantic relationships. And I think this is why a lot of people mm-hmm. are sabotaging their relationships and they blame it on other people. Mm-hmm. But you got to look in the mirror because I think a lot of times it's what you're bringing to the table. We do not have relationships that are broken because of them two joined together, we have two broken people coming into a relationship and that's what makes a broken relationship. Yeah, and I love how you've described what trauma is because a lot of people will assume trauma is something that happened to me, but it's also, it could be something that wasn't done to you. So maybe you didn't receive the affection or the words of affirmation or that love that you should have received in your early years and now because of that you now have this trauma and kind of this hole that inside of you that you're then kind of projecting onto others and i think another key thing too is people will get into relationships as a way to try and numb the pain or cope with the trauma that they have and so 
be mindful of that. Am mm -hmm. I getting in this relationship because I, I'm running away from something or am I trying not to address mm -hmm. certain pain that I'm experiencing and, and is that why I'm here? This person just, they make me feel good or they say what I want them to say. Be real with yourself. So good. And if you know that there's pain there, address it before so you get into a relationship with someone else because all you're gonna do is then hurt that person. 100%. Like hurt people, so. hurt people. And you don't want to keep that cycle going if you know that you're not yeah. mm -hmm. ready. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, the two terms that she just gave, something done to you, something not done to you. Something done to you is abuse. Something not done to you is, is neglect. Mm. So the two traumas you see primarily are abuse and neglect. I gave a sermon called um, Silent Suffering, and we talked about hurts and holes. A hurt is something that is done to you. A hole is something not given to you. Mm -hmm. So you got a hole inside of you, this mm -hmm. emotional need that never got fulfilled as a kid. And I think it's so important because how many times have we counsel people where we're like, this has nothing to do with the relationship. This mm -hmm. has everything to do with your upbringing. And you got to find that fulfillment, first of all, in God first. Mm -hmm. But I do think that relationships do not complete you, but they can complement you. Mm -hmm. And we got to make that distinction very clear. But I think there's a lot of people, this is a good sticky question. I'll ask this a lot when we're doing counseling. I think a lot of people... Um, you gotta ask yourself this question: Do I want them, or am I just rejecting loneliness? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think That's, a lot of people are in that boat. Yeah. Do I really want that person, or am I just rejecting the fact that I feel super lonely? Yeah. And I don't want to feel this way, mm -hmm. so I'll settle for somebody that's giving me attention, and they're cute in the process. I think, if we're honest with ourselves, a lot of people are probably in this boat than they are in this one. Mm -hmm. and I think that's where we get really dangerous. Yeah. yeah. I completely agree. Yeah, it's the they complete me. I know. Right? Mm -hmm. People think relationships is, is like addition, but it's, it's multiplication. If you bring 50% and 50% together, it makes 100%, right? No, mm -hmm. in multiplication, 50%, 50% is less. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're looking at 25%. Mm -hmm. Like mm -hmm. if, you're, if you think that someone else is going to complete you and that's why you're getting into a relationship, it's just going to make it so much worse. Mm -hmm. And I think this is great because one of the things that I was thinking of, this, this idea of completion, it's like, mm -hmm. what does this person have to offer me? What do I get from this? Yeah. And I think... Before you get into a relationship, so ask yourself, like, are you willing to give more than you're willing to receive? No, absolutely. Like, are you a generous person or mm -hmm. are you a selfish person? Because if there's one thing that you'll learn in being in a relationship, it is not about what you receive. It's about what you can give. Absolutely. You'll be ex your selfishness will be exposed. Yeah. Exactly. I think you did a lot of hard work in your dating years. I know Nat and I were involved in that process. And you guys did an excellent job with yeah. that. You saw a lot of counselors. Mm -hmm. um, we believe in pre-engagement counseling in our church, just getting counseling before you even get a ring on your finger, um, talking with people and mentors. Yeah. You guys did a lot of great work on that. Yes. and <laughs> Getting around other couples in yes. the, same, like, the same situation. Like yeah, our, exactly. our, our group uh, made the biggest difference in our relationship, mm -hmm. in your relationship, yeah. like being able to get around other people in the same situation. And then having that mentor couple, the Dudleys, being able to just speak into our lives and we're able to learn from them and grow from them and learn from their mistakes yeah, made the biggest difference. Do you remember the uh, C's we were just talking about the other day when it comes to um, living a thriving life? Yeah, we talked about four, um, four of them. There's, I mean, there's three, but you can do four. Do you remember four? I don't know if I remember three the fourth. Communication, chemistry, and... Um, Character. Character. It's good. I was talking about more um, when it comes to what you guys had for your relationships were community. Oh, yes. so you had community. Remember this? The mm -hmm. one I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. So you guys had community people mm -hmm. you're doing um, relationship counseling and coaching yeah. with. Yeah. Then you had counselors. So you guys both did that. We did that. Mm -hmm. And then what was the other coaching. one? Coaching. 
So uh, community is for today, coaching is for the future, counseling is for the past. Yeah. If you don't have those three in mind mm-hmm. during your relationship process, I'm telling you, there's gonna be something that's weak and deficient. You get those good. two things in play, I think it's so practical. Do you have community? Iron sharpening iron. Mm-hmm. Do you have coaches, mentors speaking into your life, kind of pointing to the future, developing skills that you're going to need for your relationship, mm-hmm. and then counseling, where you can individually both go through some of the trauma that you have from your upbringing. You have those things. I don't know how you can lose. Yeah, Jane, I completely I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and some people have different degrees of pain. Um, so some people might need more counseling than another person, and that's not to make them say they're worse than the other person. It's just saying hey, you've been through a lot, yeah. your degree of pain is more, and so you might need more coaching than you need counseling. Or so-and-so might need more counseling than you need coaching. But I think those three things are really important. Community coaching and counseling, I, I don't see how you can lose when you have those two things at play. Yeah, I, I think that's great. So again, kind of bringing it back to the, the theme, am I ready to date? So if you're watching this, think to yourself, do I have this pain? Okay, I know I do. So then take that next step. Seek a counselor. Mm-hmm. Start working on that first because, again, you kind of you need to do that first before you bring another person into that picture. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Um, but the next question, and I think this is a really common one, and not a lot of people address it. The most common thing is, like, have you addressed your pain? You mm-hmm. know, have you gone through the kind of internal stuff? But I think the, the question around professionalism do I have the right job? Do I need to have a certain amount of money? It comes up. It comes into play a lot, I think, when someone's deciding to get married or not. But understand that, like, if if you're planning on starting a relationship with someone, I think the end goal should be I could potentially yeah. marry this person. Like, that's the end goal. And Absolutely. so, maybe Dev, I'll start with you. What are your thoughts? Because I know you have thoughts on this around. Yeah. Okay, should I be somewhere professionally before I, I get into a relationship, or does it really not matter? It's all about my feelings, and if I care about them and love them, that's all I need. <laughs> Tell us. <laughs> so intense into the mic. <laughs> Holy smokes! Probably edit and EQ the sound of that. Um, yeah, I mean, I think you guys are great examples of this. But one one person told me. This was a, I was a Bible college student in Florida. He goes, listen, you can't live off of love. You're going to starve to death. You need money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you need money to be able to sustain a relationship. And I'm of the persuasion that I'm not saying you have to be well established in your career, but I think you need a career and not a job if you're going to have a relationship. Now, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that can't be flexible, but I think principally you should have something where you can sustain somebody long term. And here's the simple principle. If you can't take care of yourself, you cannot take care of somebody else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Period. Mm-hmm. If you can't take care of somebody else, uh, if you can't take care of yourself, you cannot take care of somebody else. So I tell people, I, I don't know about you guys, tell mm-hmm. me your thoughts on this. Um, I tell people, until you really have about 10 grand in your bank account, I really don't think you should be dating at all. Mm-hmm. Um, now, is that just a number I put together? Honestly, it was kind of a random number, but I think money creates movement. It allows you to be able to be flexible, to move around. You're not constrained. If you can't even afford going to a dinner, how are you going to afford being able to have a house one day and mm-hmm. build a family one day? I think financial literacy matters a mm-hmm. lot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think it communicates hard work and character building. I understand if you're a college student, you want to get married. I, like, listen, this is not to be legalistic, but you should have a career path or some kind of plan moving forward because you can't live off of love. Yeah. yeah, you can't steward your finances. You're not gonna be able to steward someone's heart. It's like That's, the number, yeah, the so number true. one thing that a woman needs, and this is for the fellas, 
it's it's not just love. The number one thing that a woman needs, in a, especially in a marriage, is security, mm-hmm. right? Protection, yeah. And that's what they're looking for is security. And so if you can't provide and you can't make them feel secure, mm-hmm. your marriage is gonna fail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's I think it's so important that you're learning those things early on before you're trying to you're trying to jump steps. And if you can't steward your finances well and you can't provide for yourself, as Pastor Devin said, you're not gonna you're not gonna have a successful dating relationship and you're not gonna have a successful marriage yeah, yeah. and i was gonna ask you a question Nat, because i think a lot of times as females we might fall into the situation where it's almost like you have this savior complex where it's like i don't really need to have it together you know once i find a man like they're, they're gonna save me and i don't mm. i don't need to have my own finances together or i don't have girl. to have Run. my own career so like I don't know, maybe share your experience or advice for young women that might be in that situation where they feel like it doesn't really matter. I don't have to do the work. It, it matters mm. if the if the man is doing it. I guess like part of that is tricky because I think some of it could be cultural. Like, you know, yeah. I me personally, I'm Brazilian. So I, my upbringing, my dad was always the primary like supporter, financial like he took care of everything. My mom was a stay-at-home mom. And this is not like anything against stay-at-home moms. That's a lot of work in it and is. of itself. Oh, my God. Oh, I could geez. never do it. That's no. a full-time job. No, we know. Yeah. It's a full-time <laughs> job nope. that doesn't pay. I literally have to ask that. Where do the dishes go? I don't know where the frick this thing goes. Yeah, pray for me, guys. It's really tough at home. Um, no, I'm just kidding. But... I think, you know, that is very important and that's very needed and every family has a different dynamic. So if if the mo- if if a mom feels called to be home with her family and raise her family and that's where she has the most fulfillment, that's where she's able to raise her family the right way, the way that they need to be raised and also have balance within herself, all the power to her. Some women are not wired that way. They need to work out of the house, but I think it's a matter of you know, having the understanding that you need to be your own person as well. Mm -hmm. So it's great to look for someone and want to be in a relationship with someone who can support you financially, but it should not be a necessity where they need to support you in order for you to be okay Mm -hmm. and survive. I think it's, I think it's so important to have these conversations early. We're talking about dating here. You should have these conversations if, 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 if the woman thinks that, you know what, I want to be a stay-at-home mom because I want to be the primary, I want to be the primary caregiver for our children and I want to be there for them at all times. Have those conversations early because, fellas, if you're not going to be able to provide <laughs> for yeah. them, it's, it's, it's a problem. It's not going to work. You need to have these conversations but early babe, in the relationship. I'm a SoundCloud rapper. Oh I don't know God. how we're going to... Dude, you're a SoundCloud rapper? Get out of here. Yeah. It's like, yeah. don't waste your time in a relationship. It's like, how do I know I'm ready to date? Is don't get into relationships where there's no end goal in mind yeah. and you haven't had these conversations. Where totally. it's like, Justin. When we get to that point where we're going to make the decision to stay together for the rest of our lives... If we don't know what you want to do, mm-hmm. do you want to go? Do you want to stay at home, or do you want to work? Or um, we don't know uh, how we want to raise our kids. Do we want kids? Yeah. What are our political views? It's like if you don't have these conversations early, you're going to waste so much time. Hundred percent. And get either get into a relationship that's going to fail, yeah. or you're going to waste all this time, and you're just going to find out six Gosh. months, year, two years down the road, eh, we don't really mesh. Let's move on. You yeah. just wasted all that time. I, well, these conversations, these like, conversations literally like all get me the so time. passionate, but I also make my blood boil because all the time. 
Let me appeal to our um, to our newer in the faith community, <laughs> genuinely. So this is one of the reasons why following Christianity and following biblical practices is not just the right way, it's a better way. Mm -hmm. Because the reason so many people have relationships that fail are because you get involved sexually with somebody first or mm -hmm. physically with somebody first, intimately with somebody first, and you don't even know that person. So yeah. you know their body, but you don't know their values. Mm -hmm. You don't know if beliefs line up with each other. And so the kingdom way is you get information first and after marriage, intimacy second. Mm -hmm. We gotta figure out, first of all, do we believe the same thing? Do we yeah. share the same Jeez. values? Yeah. Do you believe in disciplining your children? Do you mm. lean this political view? Do you lean this political view? What do you believe about tithing? Like so many people skip those steps Jeez. and they engage physically or sexually with somebody. And then when you're really, you know, a year in, you've just wasted so much time because you don't even know that person. The Bible yeah. says, I've done many weddings. The Bible says this, I use this all the time. In Mark chapter 10. Um, the two become one flesh, and what, what God joined together, let no man separate. And so I'll tell people, if two become one, you better know that freaking one. Yeah. A lot of people don't even have those conversations, yeah. and they wonder why their relationships are failing. This is why dating matters so much. When you date correctly, yeah. you're going to see good fruit. Coming. Yeah. I think the thing we learned the most from you early on, and what was so healthy and helpful for Lori and I, was defining the relationship. The it was literally our second date. And I know I've, I've said this on, on previous podcasts. Our second date, I'm sitting down with Lori and she we're, we're there. We're probably there for five, ten minutes. And she's like, what are your life goals? What are your family goals? And what are your thoughts on sex before marriage? I'm like, I Mic drop. barely know you. <laughs> and now we're talking about what do I want to do with my life? Where do so I want my family to be? That's and, good, yeah. And then it's that, that thought of... What is this the right answer? Great yeah. am I gonna Am Great I question. going to stick to my values or am I going to say, you know what, I want to go after like, the flesh. Oh, You're kind of cute. Yeah. Like, what uh, are your values? Yeah. No, like, <laughs> what do you think about sex? Can I just marriage, say right? something about that too? Is yeah. eventually kids got get brought so into the mix, and those those children do not have a say in who which family they belong mm. to. So oh, if on, if you cannot get a grip on these things beforehand when you bring those children into your into Oof. that situation you're passing on generational curses you're passing yeah, on lessons. crap that you dealt with and now your kids are dealing with and what walks in the father or mother runs in the son or the daughter mm -hmm. so what that means is what's in her what's in me will be twice as much in the next generation mm -hmm. that's yeah. biblical by the way so the good things are 10 times better the bad things Ten times worse. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you better deal with that. Absolutely. And I think like, you know, when you hear what you were saying, Justin, about how you and Lori were on a date and second time ever, you know, on a date together and she's asking you all these questions, as a listener, you might be hearing that and thinking like, wow, that's so extreme. That's so intense. If any woman ever said that to me, I'd go running. But you know what? I would rather that than get involved with someone, have kids with this person, and then have my children have a life mm -hmm. that's dysfunctional mm. yeah. and full of crap because those conversations were yeah. had early yeah. on. So, yeah. And it saves you so much time. Saves you so saves much time. time. If, that person, if that person doesn't yeah. align themselves with what you feel and what you believe and vice versa, yeah, so there good. will be someone yeah. out there that you will find that does. That's yeah, so, so I don't settle. Right I know now. we need Somebody we need to her, someone Lori, needs to bring Lori. <laughs> but I think the the really main precious. the main point that we're saying here it's like do the work before you start mm -hmm. your relationship. Yeah. Totally, like put a list down. Like understand these are my values. I am not going to waver on these things. These things are important for me. Um, address that pain. Figure that out so that when you do get in a relationship. 
that relationship will be successful. And instead of passing on generational curses, you're passing on generational blessings. That is the most important thing. That's what we're trying to tell you. Bring but the I, whale back. I right. love this. I want to bring it back, and I know we're way past this point, but I, I want to come back. Like if I'm, if we're speaking to a young woman right now who is deciding, okay, am I ready to date? And maybe you're in a situation where you're like, you know, I don't necessarily need to have a career. I know I want to be a stay-at-home mom. That I feel like that's what I'm, I'm called to, and I don't really feel like I need to work as hard right now. In to the point that we've made, being a stay-at-home parent is incredibly difficult. If you, if that's what you feel like mm -hmm. God has called you to, then by all means, Absolutely. that is mm -hmm. amazing. But don't forget, God has called you. And our, our tagline here is, you know, we're producing kings and queens. You mm -hmm. are a queen. God is still going to use you. He, You're a leader. Mm -hmm. You're going to be a leader of others. And so don't just ignore all of that and just think that I can just sit and wait because I know that's going to be where I'm going to end up. There's a lot that you can be doing now that you're going to learn from, that's going to equip you, that when you're in that season of being a stay-at-home mom where you're leading other women, all of that is going to come into play. So yeah. don't kind of sit and wait for that. Totally. Absolutely. And I think that there's a lot of things that we can learn in our season. Like if you're not married yet, you don't have kids yet, but you think that's what you want is to be a stay-at-home mom and you know focus on raising your children, there are a lot of tools, a lot of um skills that you can learn being a hard worker outside of the home that until you reach you. that yeah, point like exactly. there's nothing wrong with being a stay-at-home mom but you're not a stay-at-home mom yet exactly so don't yeah. stay at home and wait for <laughs> prince charming <laughs> yeah. to come in and sweep you off <laughs> your feet happen. and provide you financial freedom yeah. mm -hmm. and security in all those areas you need to be the one to take care of yourself first and foremost yeah. be responsible for yourself and then someone can come alongside you and add to that so mm -hmm. that when it's time for you to have your children and you choose to stay home and raise your family, you guys are set. You guys mm -hmm. are on the same page and yep. you've done your part of taking care of you. That's yeah. So good. That's good. So my next question, I'm going to ask you, Jay. So let's say you've done the hard work. You've done the hard work. Okay. I feel like I'm ready. There's this person I'm interested in. They're interested in okay. me. You but you're that. asking yes it's been clear that they're interested in you okay. you're not it's not like they don't want to be with you it's not unrequited love this person. <laughs> this person is interested in you okay. but you're trying to determine okay i know i'm ready yeah. how do i know they're ready yeah how do i know that you know they're in a place where we can come together and you know build a, a, a successful relationship together yeah well, you say what are your thoughts on sex before yeah marriage? i was gonna say <laughs> those are those are great questions like Such you're not gonna know if they're in the right place if you don't actually talk to them yeah like have a have a conversation not ask questions. either yeah and I, I think i think a great conversation would be like talking about non-negotiables it's like yeah. what are your non-negotiables you're gonna find out as you ask these questions and you work through that list is this the person i want to be with or are they hitting a non-negotiable and i need to move on to the next thing mm -hmm. um because the, the reason I, I joked about that is she didn't really clarify that piece. Uh, it was the question that I, I read was, uh, if you know that you're in a healthy place, how do you know if the, the person you you want to be with is in a healthy place? And it's make sure that they also want to be with you, right? Because <laughs> so many people, and I know you two can probably talk about this for days. God told me that they are going to be my husband or God told me that they're going to be my wife. <laughs> Zoom in for my hand. <laughs> Stop doing that. I apologize yeah. on his behalf. <laughs> no, you have those conversations. I think that's the number one way to identify those red flags. Work through your list of non-negotiables yeah. and ask them point blank. Mm. 
each individual one and see if it checks off and if it doesn't move on mm -hmm. can i add to that too yeah. mm -hmm. i think too um it's important to see that what they preach is what they practice mm -hmm. so if they say you know i do x y and z i'm all about a b and c like spend time around them mm -hmm. especially in certain environments where they're interacting with other people family, mm -hmm. family mm -hmm. different Anytime, things family, like that um just hearing them talk about their work how they handle conflict how they handle crisis be around them to see if what they talk about and how they present themselves because it's very easy to talk yourself up and to make yeah. yourself seem like a catch you know mm -hmm. um but then if you're not showcasing those things you're just yeah. talking about it it's very easy to be able to sift through who's a quality yeah. candidate and who's yeah. not and what i just referenced um my mom used to tell me this is how they treat their family is how they will treat you when you become their family yep so watch in crisis during times of character can it be corrected are they mm -hmm. humble can they apologize these are all character traits that you want to identify, and then you can move forward with it. Dating is for data. 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 Also, too, like family doesn't have to just be biological because there are people who don't have relationships with their biological family, but whoever they call family, whether it be a church family, whether it be, you know, a aunt or a grandmother or whoever they refer to as their family their people mm -hmm. watch how they behave with the people that they're closest to so and that they call family yeah and yeah. dev's favorite word is patterns <laughs> <laughs> watch their patterns you know what's triggering them what are what do they get angry about or what is trigger, triggering insecurity paying attention to all those mm -hmm. things and knowing when to walk away. Yeah. Because if you know you're ready, but that person's not, they're either gonna drag you down with yeah. them or you're gonna get hurt and then you're gonna have to you're gonna have more baggage to recover from yeah. yes. if you don't actually walk away. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Move on. Yeah. Did you ever thought? I think Emilio said this to me the other day. We were in um, our house and he was like, Do not date somebody what was it? Do you remember? He was like something about um, don't date somebody that needs deliverance. I think that's what it mm. was. Is some people need deliverance, they don't need a date. And some yeah. people, you are not called to be their pastor. Mm -hmm. You're figuring out if you can date them, but pass them off to somebody. But some people don't need a date. They need deliverance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's facts. They need some healing. I know. Well, you're not their pastor. And you're not their savior. Either. Come on. Yes. Exactly. You get too many people getting into. Savior's complexes. Yes. Exactly. Getting into relationships. Well, I'll be able to save them. Like. No. No. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> or they'll become a. I'll, I'll lead them to Christ. Nope. Don't nope. Run away. Yeah, okay. Yeah. This is run so important. Away. Yes. If you're ready, but they're not, don't think that you're gonna make yes. them ready. They're not gonna be ready with you. Let they. There's. They have to do it on their own. You can't do it for them. But I'm yes. different. But I'm different. <laughs> I can. He, there's so much progress. There's so much potential. <laughs> That's so listen, good. Like, How many times have you heard that? Oh my We've gosh, every single person. That, that being said, to. that being said, I think you don't give up on that person, but you give them up to God mm -hmm. first yep. and foremost, but then you give them to other people yep. and you let them develop. Yes. It's not to say that they're not there forever, but I think there needs to be maturity and there needs to be growth because there's a difference between somebody that is um, imperfect and there's somebody that is immature. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You want a mature believer because we're going to build a life together. Scripture says in Psalms, teach us to number our days that we may get a heart of wisdom mm -hmm. we don't got time to waste right. anymore to develop on people that have brokenness now pass them off to somebody else let them be mentored by community coaches and counselors mm -hmm. now in time they might be more prepared and ready but we're talking about 
we're talking about time, then we're going to lose. So yeah. we yeah. be very careful. I think I should clarify that because I sounded pretty heartless there. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I can't lead them to Christ and just <laughs> run away. No, it's like you can you can do that. You can lead them to Christ, just not in the context of a romantic relationship. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And if you don't you know how to separate that, then you're not the person to lead yeah. them to Christ. Absolutely. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Well, guys, thank you so much for sharing all your wisdom. You guys were awesome. Thank you back. guys for tuning in to today's podcast. Awesome. We really hope you enjoy it. I, we just had a couple, we need a couple things from you. So if you liked this podcast, you thought it was useful, please share it. Send it to someone mm -hmm. that you think could use it or has asked you questions about these, tops, these topics, topics in particular. We would really appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> I have now it's become tough, that person. Um, remember to subscribe to our podcast too. That would really help us. And then also, if you guys could write us a review, that would also be really helpful. Mm -hmm. We're really trying to increase our audience and just show people in this area what God's doing in New England. So Absolutely. if you guys could do that for us, we would really love it. And the last thing that I'll say is here at the 508, we don't fear the future, we pioneer it. Thank you for tuning in for today's episode from the 508 Podcast. If this episode helped or impacted you in any way, we would love for you to subscribe, leave us a like, rating, or review. If you have something you would like for us to talk about, we'd love for you to send it in through by leaving a comment on our YouTube channel or messaging us on Facebook or Instagram. Last thing, if you enjoy this podcast and want to see what it's like to be at an actual 508 service, we meet the very first Friday of every month and would love to host you. To find out when the next service is, visit our social media pages and search for the 508 or click the link below for all of our YouTube viewers. And until the next time, remember, we don't fear the future, we pioneer it.